Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic. I am so excited for tonight's guest because she already knows she's one of my favorite human beings on the planet. I love this girl so much. She has been a repeated guest on the show and she graciously has donated her time tonight because let me tell you, this is one busy performer. She's, first of all, I'm going to say it, she is the gorgeous, undisputed queen of horror. She runs her own production company along with her partners, Neon Noir. She can be seen in the upcoming feature films, That's a Wrap, Bermuda Island, and of course the sequel to the cult hit blind Pretty Boy. And she's also going to be starring as Taylor in a sci-fi adventure hitting theaters. Yes, I said that. Theaters soon. It's called Space Wars, Quest for Deep Star. And most importantly, out of everything I just mentioned, it happens to be her birthday this Saturday. So I want to be the first to wish her a very happy early birthday because I love her so much. Sarah French, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Brian, you always make me blush. You're just the best. You're the best. And thank you. You are the first person to wish me a happy birthday. I had to get it in there. I'm like, I'm not even telling her I'm going to do this because I know the date. I know this date. And I'm like, oh my God, it's her birthday on Saturday. Thank you. You better not be working. You better have that whole day off and be doing something fun. Well, technically, uh oh, here we go. It's working, but it's I'm working. I'm having fun with it. Okay. We actually have a screening of Space Wars: Quest for the Deep Star on my birthday at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana, and uh, we're going to be there, and we're going to do a Q and A after the screening, and that's at three o'clock. (laughs) <laughs> that is phenomenal. I don't call that work. That's not work. <laughs> and I'm hoping would. I'm hoping you'll slip a few adult beverages in after the Q&A or during. Uh, I better not do it during, <laughs> but definitely afterwards. You're definitely <laughs> celebrating everything. <laughs> <laughs> so excited to hear that. I'm so glad because you deserve it. For those of you who may not, who might be living under a rock, Sarah is like one of the busiest human beings on the planet. So her getting any time <laughs> off is a rare thing. You know, it's it's been insanity, but I am so grateful and I'm so grateful to be on here today. And I got to say, you know, I just got out of the tub. I'm relaxing. <laughs> I'm sitting in a robe, and I'm drinking a nice glass of wine, having a wonderful conversation with you, Brian. That's what I... is it. This is great. And I love that you have that glass of wine. That just makes me smile because you so deserve it. It's just relaxing. (laughs) (laughs) Is this your... Now, I know you very well. Is this your post-hike glass of wine? Did you do your hike today? You know, I actually couldn't hike today because I had to get some work done on the car. Oh my God, that would explain the pigs flying outside because you not going on a hike is like, what the hell? Trust me, I was like, what am I going to do with myself? But, you know, I, I, I concentrated and I was like, okay, I'll just use all day today for uh, studying and, you know, getting prepared for the next couple weeks. And it's, it's a good thing. The next couple weeks, which means you have yet another project 
in the works because you're constantly busy. <laughs> yes, yes. Is, but we will yeah. we will definitely talk about that. Okay. But let's focus on space walk. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're going to be talking about yeah. Quest for Deep Star, where you're pe- playing this badass sci-fi, just, I mean, amazing looking Miss Taylor, kicking ass, interplanetary kicking ass, I should say. So yeah. tell me about Space War, yeah. Quest for Deep Star. Tell me about it. So Space Wars is a super fun action space adventure sci-fi film that centers around a father and daughter team played by myself and Michael Pere. And we're on a quest to bring my mom back to life. So in the future, when a person dies with the right amount of money, their essence, which is their soul, can be extracted and be brought back to life. Ooh, love that. But it's an expensive process not a lot of people can afford. And so my dad and I go on these missions where we travel throughout the universe looking for abandoned ships and things like that to find and sell. Oh, I love that. So. You're interplanetary scrappers. Yes, we are. (laughs) So along our journey, um, we find a scientist named Jackie, played by Anhit Setian, and she tells us about a mythical freighter called the Deep Star. And it's supposed to contain vast riches. And she's the only one that knows where to find it. So. So. Yeah. uh, So Jackie has mercenaries after her as well because they are also looking for the Deep Star. And they know she's the only one that can find it. And the mercenaries are led by the evil Dykstra, played by Olivier Gagnier. And he's, he's a big action star from the 80s, I think. If you're a fan of the 80s action films, you'll recognize that name. Same with Michael Perry, of course. Um, And so they're after us. And we also have the evil Enora, played by Sadie Katz, after us. So it's truly a battle between the stars. (laughs) We encounter monsters, robots, bad guys, good guys. We have spaceship battles, crashes, fights. it's a whole lot of action and adventure within the film. I so, so yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of Battle Between the Stars and Star Crash, I think you're gonna love this film. I think if you're a fan of sci-fi, you know whether and it's Star Trek, yes. yes, Star Trek, Buck Rogers, whatever your thing yes, is, you gotta it. see this because I've seen clips and Sarah's kicking ass <laughs> as only she can. That's where all these all these crazy training and Pilates classes that she takes pays off because she does this effortlessly. I would wind up in the ER if I was doing half of what you were doing. And it's well, just, it looks epic <laughs> and so much fun. Well, and you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I worked with Gato Setien on his very first feature film about five years ago called Automation. Yes. Yes, and, you know, we worked very well together, and we became really good friends over the years, and one day, he, I was working on a film in Vegas, and he calls me, he's like, hey, I want to run something by you, let's get drinks after work, and I was like, okay, awesome, because he lives part-time in Vegas as well, so we met up for drinks, and he's like, okay, so 
I've seen you post these crazy workout videos. And he said, I didn't know you did all that. And I said, oh, yeah, this is like my everyday routine. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I'm like, I'm like, look, the way I look at it when it comes to working out, if you're not challenging yourself, you're not going to see results. So you Boom. have to challenge yourself every time you, you work out. And, and he's like, he, and, and that inspired him. So he said, he said basically to me, so how do you like to be an action hero in a space adventure film? And I look at him, I said, when do I start? <laughs> <laughs> do not blame you at all. Who doesn't want to be in a spaceship flying no, around? I've never, I've never played a part like this before. And it was such a wonderful experience. And even when I was done, I was like, I want more. Like, this is, this is not the end of our story. This is the, we are just getting started. I love that. And, and, well, and I was going to say, um, Taylor, she is such a badass. She's like Ripley in the alien films. That's she's what I'm tough. talking about. Yeah. Yes. She's tough and she's not afraid to rush through danger. And it was just amazing. And I've done my own stunts, um, fight stunts and things like that in films before. And this role definitely required it so it was perfect and um and the, the other thing about taylor is she is you know she's trying to do everything she can to get her mom back and she is you know struggling with her death so that is really the the force she's going with within this film the fighting force wow. so it's really a wonderful character with so many layers it's i just i had I love bringing her to life. And Joe Netter, he wrote the script. Who's that guy? (laughs) (laughs) Who did you say? A wonderful, amazing screenwriter. That's right. (laughs) Um, He he wrote the script. Sarah knows him a little bit. I know him a little. (laughs) We've been together now 14 years. Wow. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Joe killed me in my very first film called <laughs> The Jammer Party Massacre. He cut my head off and beat my friend with it. <laughs> I love telling people that story because it's true. But we didn't get together until a few years after that. But we did, we did a few films together, and then we didn't do a lot of films together for a very long time. And it wasn't up until, I think, Blind that we really started working together. Right. Right. And it just, it, it, it's all been serendipity since then. And I that's, mean, we make a really freaking great team. And that's rare because not all couples can work and no. live together. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. But I think what works is he's on the writing side. I'm on the acting side. Sure. And we both support each other a hundred percent. And it's, you know, two different things. Yeah. But within the same field, which is just great. Absolutely. And you do. Yeah. You you have a nice rhythm. You know, you know what each other's, you know, uh, you know what you need. Yes, you really do. Really? Yeah, we do. And it's, it's really an amazing thing. And I'm so grateful for him. He's one of my biggest supporters and, you know, it's just an awesome, you know, an awesome uh, duality. 
It is. And they ha- also have an awesome den with a lot of horror stuff for those and of I'm you who don't know. Right You're sitting in it right now <laughs> with red wine and Jason and the cast of Halloween 3 and all the other props you have. Yep. You're damn right. <laughs> Life-size pretty boy. Yeah, we had to move Pretty Boy to the living room because he was just taking up too much space. <laughs> but we got him a good spot in the living room, so that's he, perfect. He's a keeper. <laughs> I got a question for you because I did a little sci-fi thing. It was just a trailer, you know. Um, but the the whole thing was was green screen. So you know, you have your actors, your co-actors on screen, you know, with you, but. Everything you're reacting to isn't there. Did you find that oh, yeah. to be the case with Quest for Deep Star? Like how much of it was green screen? And was that a challenge to find that emotional level with something that you're, you know, that isn't there? Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I mean, that's a really great question. And because mo- all the spaceship stuff that were in the cockpit, that's all because we're looking out the window. That's all green screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, me going on a journey on this, this thing called the red planet, um, that was all monsters. So I had to, you know, react to like a big monster coming at me or, um, you know, and things like that. And it's, it's a challenge, but with, with Gatto's direction and Joe's writing, I mean, I just immersed myself in that world and just put myself there and just kind of imagined, you know, asteroids flying at us or yeah. spaceship spaceships in front of us or monsters in front of me. Um, and our uh, DP, Michael Sood, he's a wonderful DP. He's great at shooting, um, you know, uh, action type stuff and everything. And, you know, he made it easy too. it was really a collaborative effort and everyone worked very well together um and it just it made it easy for me so yeah. they're like okay now you're in the spot where uh you know you got these asteroids flying at you so be you know so react to you know these asteroids flying at you and all this stuff and it was just it, it it's weird when you're doing it and you're like god this has to look so weird and like, <laughs> you're right <laughs> right and when it's all when it's all edited together because Gatto, he's been editing for i think 30 years like he was working for Lionsgate, and he's a big amazing wonderful editor he edited the whole film as well wow so, um i mean it just it it came out just awesome and it's so cool to see it that's what, and you, you know, get to see it. That, it's that, like, okay, that's what they were going for with the visual effects. And okay, I see what that is. Holy crap. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it so cool when you get to see it for the first time? Because it's like, whoa, it's like watching it like you weren't even in it almost. It's like an out of body experience. I mean, it's weird. Like to this day, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen the film now, the film now. And it's just, it's so still to this day, very entertaining and it's a yeah. great watch. And I mean, you know, we're going to be watching it a few more times on the big screen coming up and I'm super pumped about it. I can't wait. <laughs> Do you get to have a cool gun that shoots like phasers in it? I do. I actually <laughs> Yes. It's awesome. It's great. And Olivier, he's a, a, a tactical, um, 
uh, what do you call it? not a teacher, but he's a tactical, um, he teaches classes on like gun handling and things like that. Oh, wow. He also, okay. He also, he's also a pilot. He, um, he also does like uh, martial arts type stuff. And we had, you know, he was in the movie and it, it helped because he helped, he helped us, um, kind of get comfortable with the, with the, uh, weaponry that we were using throughout the film. And he was showing us how to hold them and, and what to do. And like, he was a really big asset in this film and I, I'm so grateful for him. Wow. I know. And, and yeah. it's like little things like that, that, and, and, you know, it was great because he was in the scenes with us, but also our, um, we had a bunch of wonderful stunt guys on set as well, men and women. And, um, uh, our main stunt coordinator, Alan, uh, is Vegas stunt Academy. They, he has his own stunt Academy in Vegas. Um, he did such a wonderful job with the fight choreography and all that for us as well. So, but that we can talk about after the weaponry type stuff, but it was really just a wonderful, amazing, um, uh, What's the word? Well, let's see. Uh, Interactive, amazing experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you, like, when you first heard, hey, this thing is going to a theatrical release, because there's a lot of actors I know, they work on a lot of projects, and they don't participate in things that get a theatrical run. And that's a big deal. Like that's huge. So when, when you heard the news, please. Oh man. I mean, Gatto, our director is, you know, he's just a wonderful person and he is so passionate about the sci-fi space adventure genre. Like we want this to be seen and, you know, we want to push it as much as possible and you could really see his love for the genre shine through it throughout the film. And, you know, this is a fun film you want to watch on the big screen. Yeah. So we just, you know, when I found out we were pushing for theatrical, I was so happy because it's such a hard thing to do, especially for an indie film. A hundred percent. Um, And we were able to get in, I think we're in seven theaters. It's amazing. We have some drive-ins. Um, and some of the theaters are, we have a week or more, um, theatrical screening. That's huge. That's huge. Um, Today, today we just found out in Vegas, they're going to be screening the film. I think it's like 24 times. Unbelievable. I mean, that's, I just, I'm, I'm so grateful and God was pushing it. We're all pushing it because we're so proud of this film. A lot of love went into it and it's really hard to make. A film in general, but it's really hard to make like a space adventure type film like this. You really have to have the love for it because there's so many moving parts. There's so many, you know, things happening and you have to be on point with all of it. Darn right. Especially, yeah. especially the visual effects. Like yeah. The visual effects have to be really good so you can just immerse yourself in that world. And, and our visual effects team just killed it. Yeah, exactly. Like everything has to line up. So your reaction has to be dead on point so they can, you know, do their magic later. Yeah. There's just so many moving parts and the sets Our our, our, our set designer did such a wonderful job. And that was, that was a daunting task. I mean, we had to have, we were shooting in a, you know, 
out, it was actually outside of LA and uh, in this like kind of office space area. And we built the sets. And so we have a good guy ship and we have a bad guy ship. And we had to, um, you know, spend a few days in one of the ships and a few days in the other. And then we have all this other stuff going on and it's just a lot of work. And everyone just really was, you know, they put their heart and soul into this and a lot of blood, sweat and tears. And I know everyone says that, but it's true. Oh, Um, 100%. Especially on the indie thing when you you only have a certain budget and you don't have these, you know, Marvel movie budgets. And, you know, so a lot of love really has to, you know, go into it for it to look right. And, you know, for everyone to be happy and, you know, I think we did a really great job and I'm so proud of Garo and, you know, the team and yeah, I could go on and on. (laughs) Did you keep any prop? Did you get to keep anything from this experience? I got to keep some of my wardrobe. Yes. And uh, Joanna Heckman did the wardrobe and, you know, she just killed it because each, each character um, is very definable. And like, as you know, Joe Netter with the script and the characters, like he did such a great job with each character, even the characters that you don't see too much in the film. They're all very definable. Yeah. And what also helps that is the wardrobe. Definitely. And, you know, I mean, the wardrobe is just so cool. It's a character in and of itself. Yeah. And I and thought it, she, she did a really good job at, you know, putting our wardrobe with the character, like giving us something really unique and, and fun and, you know, really something that speaks to us. Definitely. And it's a challenge because it's, it's the future or, you know, so yeah. it can't, it can't be like, Hey, there's some gap jeans and some Nikes, you know what I mean? Like it's got to be its own thing, which can be a challenge. Exactly. And the nice thing about the future is anything goes. Right. Like you can have all this weird, weird shit in the film, and <laughs> you know, call it something else, and it's a fake word or term, and but it sounds right because it's in the future. So <laughs> <laughs> we were, and it's great, like for for people that really love those Battle Beyond the Stars and Star Crash films, things like that. They're gonna really dig this film because there's a lot of fun references throughout the film um, that reference those movies, like different words and terms and names. And um, because Joe and Gatto both are big fans of the sci-fi genre. So you're going to be able to pick up little things here and there throughout that make it really fun. (laughs) This is so awesome. And you said is the first screening this Saturday on your birthday? Well, the very first screening is going to be at the Lemire, uh, the Lemire Theater in Beverly Hills, and that's at eight o'clock. And we're doing a Q and A afterwards. And then Saturday, uh, the twenty second, is going to be at the Frida Cinema. What a way to start that in Beverly Hills! I mean, come on, that's just like <laughs> that is amazing. And. You know, I got to say, uh, so Michael Prey plays my dad in the film. Yeah. And, you know, that could always be, an, you know, yeah. it can always be a little awkward and things like that. But we really hit it off. Michael see. and I, we had such great chemistry as father and daughter. Even even when we weren't filming, I was calling him dad in between takes because I just wanted to keep it as real as And possible. consistent, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, no, I'm actually glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you anyway, like your process, the way you approach a role, like I'm very Mm -hmm. interested 
do you have like a set way of doing it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I was, yeah, please in, enlighten us uh, as to your approach to playing well, a character like this. Well, honestly, a lot of the, a lot of that has to do with the script yeah, and how, and how they were able to build the character in the script. And w- when you have a really great script with a lot of, layers to a character that just makes our lives so much easier and it helps us to create that character so much easier and joe he's written for me you know a ton of times now right and he knows my strengths and he knows he really knows how to write for me um and usually with my like how i approach um my characters is I'll memorize the dialogue and then I'll kind of come up with a backstory so I can get to know my character. So now that I know my character, now that I know the dialogue, put me in the scene, I'm ready to go. And I just immerse myself in that world. You really are a perfectionist. I know you do some of your memorizing on your hikes. (laughs) I do all of it. uh, (laughs) I remember you telling me the story about the long, plane ride you had where this dialogue was changed and by the time the plane touched down you had that suckered down that yeah, I, I, I bet i bet that was from blind it I was huge i had like a three-page monologue oh my and, god and i was i was working on the special in the east coast and then i started filming blind the day after I got back from the East Coast. And that always seems to happen. I always have like one film right after another. <laughs> and I'm always like stressed out. But that's when I work the best is when I'm, you know, stressed you, out. and <laughs> You really do. You like sharpen. I'd be scared shitless because I freely admit like once I have something down, I have it down. But I'm not yeah. a super quick memorizer you know like i need yeah. to keep running the fucker you know? <laughs> otherwise so why? right so why? but like once you have it down you have it down yeah like, I could yeah still recite, i could probably recite my whole three-page monologue from blind oh i believe you could oh was, i shot that like five years ago that's unbelievable really it's, it oh my sticks god in your head that's i mean that's that's incredible but that's you that that's really i mean like you are but, yeah well, go ahead that one, in that specific one i was very invested in that character mm-hmm. so that one i went i went i mean i always go all in with my characters but this one hit a certain chord yeah it just i kind of became that character you sure and did that, and that tends to happen and that happened with space wars too yeah so I- I just, it just, it felt just so right and so natural. And I didn't even feel like I was acting. Look at that. See, that's when you can really have fun because you know, you know, and you can arrive and just be that character and then soak it in and really be present in the scene as opposed to like, wait, what's my next line? What's my next line? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and a lot went into this role, um, Mm. you know, for everybody, um, and, you know, I did a lot of training with uh, Tyler Gallant, who's, who plays Wade. He's one of the mercenaries in the film. He's one of the bad guys. Um, because we have some really crazy scenes together in the film. And we had to um, do a lot of choreography, stunt choreography. And we had to train. And uh, we went a day with our director, Gatto, 
down to Vegas to the stunt academy and we we learned you know different falls and punches and you know how to sell different different things and different moves and then we came back and then we spent another couple days at Wolfpack Studios in Burbank and we had a crash pad and we just practiced falls um different moves punches and kicks and we just and holds and and you know we just kind of took time to get used to each other and used to, you know, different moves so we could be ready when we get on set. Um, and it's very important, especially when you're doing stunts, that you both are on the same page, that you're comfortable with each other. That's yeah. number one. That you can trust each other. That's number one as well. Um, and, you know, your your life's in the other person's hands. I mean, yeah, it's a if dance. You make one wrong move. It is. It's a dance. And if you make one wrong move, you know, someone could seriously get hurt. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. You know, you, you, you have to be on the same page. And we were, and we worked so well together. Same with uh, Rachel Brooks Smith. She also plays one of the mercenaries. Um, her character, Nina, she was great to work with because she's done stunts and martial arts and things like that for a long time. And um, we have a really cool scene together. And we had to learn that day of. So luckily for us, Olivier was in the scene that day as well. So he helped run us through the choreography and same with our director, Michael Sue, he's done a lot of stunt type stuff. Um, so that all really helped and it, it looks so awesome. Well, that, that's why there will be a Taylor action figure coming down the pike. I, I called it. I'll tell you right now, we will push for it. <laughs> yep. Damn right. You are so meant to have an action figure, Sarah. I cannot tell oh. you. Like well, let's just let's just say this. This we're hoping this won't be the last you see of us. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. Lots of plans for the future. We are thinking positive. We're just gonna be ready because you never know. <laughs> That's right. It's gonna be for a long time. And you happen to be a partner of neon noir so you have a big say in what kind of projects might be coming down the pike and you have definitely worn your producer hat and (laughs) well we got good news on that so yeah um joe netter marcel walls and i our production company neon noir uh we finished our first feature film last year called that's a wrap that's a a little bit about that Mm -hmm. um i think on the last show but um that one is a, a meta um, giallo slasher uh, horror comedy that takes place in a, <laughs> a film amazing. studio. Amazing. And the cast and director are all there uh, for, for a rap party. And there is a killer amongst them. But who is it? I love that. It's, it's the killer from the film that's running around killing people. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> awesome. That's so phenomenal. Who done it? That is phenomenal. Great. It is so funny and it's beautiful and it's so the good news on that is we just got picked up by distribution. That's huge. Congratulations. Yeah. That's huge, so, Sarah. It's a big deal. We're very excited because we love this store company and we're going to announce it I think probably in the next month who it is and and the plans and uh, let's just say it will be coming out later this year. I am so excited to see that because I know this is the first under the brand. That's a big deal. Yes, so, yes, and that's huge for for as somebody who's done 
producing, not on your level, but has done producing, I can tell you how much blood, sweat, and tears it takes. So, ladies and gentlemen, please appreciate that the hard work they have undergone to get where they are. A distribution deal is huge. That's huge. Especially especially the right one because... I mean, there's a lot of distro companies out there, but you need to pick one that's right for you, that's mm-hmm. willing to push you and push your product and, and you know, someone that really believes in you. Because oh, we don't want just someone to throw it out there and be like, all right, we're done. We want somebody that really believes in what we're doing and, you know, that's wants to be along with us for the ride and to help push it. So we're really happy with, with who we got. And we can't wait to announce it. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And with that being said, we are in pre-production on our next feature film, Side Neon Noir. <laughs> of course you are. And, <laughs> I'm not shocked. Uh, we're we're going to be shooting end of May. So we're prepping for that. We're very excited. It's a really brutal, brutal uh, film. <laughs> I, I, you were very stealthy not to give anything away, but I'm so curious. <laughs> I think I'm going to try to pry it out of you off air, but I'm uh, I'm so excited, whatever it is. <laughs> Thank you. So, so I, I think we're going to be announcing that at some point soon as well. And um, I'm also in production on another film by <laughs> um, different filmmakers who are good friends of mine, Joe Cornett and uh, Alexander Nevsky. I'm doing their new feature film, and that's going to be um, beginning of May. So I have a pretty uh, pretty busy spring. Uh, yes, yeah, Sarah, you have a pretty busy life. Let's bet. What's this spring shit? You have a pretty busy life. You know what? And, you know, I always think about this and, you know, we do the positivity hikes and stuff like that. We've yeah. always asked for, um, we've always said we're going to work and we'll work hard. We just need the opportunity. Yeah. And, and this year the opportunities are, are so wonderful and I'm so grateful and we are putting in the work and this is what we've always wanted. So I'm just, I'm just really grateful and it, so far, it's been a wonderful year, and we plan on finishing the year strong, too. Well, you know, I really choose to believe in my heart that some people are just chosen. Now, it's not given to anybody, but some Never. people are chosen through work, but still, yeah. you just have that something. And you, and, and, my dear friend, have that. Oh, you have that something. And, and that's <laughs> the thing. It's I would never want to just get something. Yeah. I mean, I've... I've always been a super hard worker my whole life and I'm willing to put in the work. You know, I've learned so much over the years. It really takes, I mean, especially working in this industry. I mean, you have to be very passionate to do it Yeah. because there is no easy road. Yeah, I I agree. There are so many lows, but then when, you know, you learn from those lows and you grow from that and then you get the highs and it's, it's, you know, it takes time. Nothing happens overnight, but you just keep at it and don't give up. I love that. And I'm really glad you said that because in in some trends nowadays, you see they start casting like influencers in certain projects as opposed Mm -hmm. to who might be set, 
you know, who might be right for yeah, the yeah. part. And I'm curious your take on that because you've obviously, you've, you've been through it. You've been through this whole you know, process through hard work. I'm curious your um, thoughts. Honestly, I don't agree with it. Yeah. Um, but I understand where some of these studio heads mm-hmm. see that it's a good thing. They think it's good for pr- uh, promotion. They think mm-hmm. it's good for, you know, selling things. But what I really want to know is what is the correlation? I mean, I'm not talking about super huge celebrities or anything like that. I'm just talking yeah. about, you know, regular level, you know, quote unquote influencers, which I hate that term anyway. But um, <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, I can't do it, but um, <laughs> that's why I love you. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> but I get it. Okay, I get it. To each their own. But um, you know, it's I want to know what the correlation is with sales of a movie and having that person a part of it. Yeah. And the thing is, if they're a great actor, that's a different story. Then you got a great actor with a following. That's awesome. Right. But if they're not good. That and it potentially hurts the film just because you think you're going to get sales because they have these quote unquote followers, which most of the time they're actually bought. Yes, exactly. Most, you can tell the ones that are like bought followers and comments and things like that because they, you, you can just see it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because you're like, so what has this person done? Oh, nothing. <laughs> so why? Yeah. Know, why do they supposedly have millions of followers? And uh, and two comments on it. <laughs> yeah, well, even, you know. Even now, no. Even now, you can buy the comment. Isn't that unbelievable? It's it's really a weird time that we're in now. But right. look, I get it. Right. But I would hire someone. I hire like we hire people strictly on if they're a good actor with a great mm-hmm. attitude. They're a go getter, you know. Um, because you know we're all working on set together. It's it it's like a family thing. You know, I mean, you're stuck with all these people for a long time. So you want to you want to work with people that are go getters, that are positive, that are fun, that, you know, have their shit together, that don't cause drama, that that want to want to see the film succeed. Um, Because, I mean, working in the independent world is so it's hard as is. So if you have someone that's difficult to work with and you know things like that it just makes life not fun and we're doing this because we love it we're passionate and we want to have fun i mean and and that's when when it pays off why are you doing this if you have a horrible attitude it's like we could have hired somebody else that's just as good if not better with a super positive attitude and that want to promote the movie that want to you know make the best of it Damn right, my friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. I'm like, hallelujah over here. <laughs> I thought of something today I want to see you in. I want to see you in a fairy tale. Like a, oh like a, like a, even if it's like a dark, twisted fairy tale. But I would love to see you in some kind of a fairy tale movie because I think oh. you would just nail it. You are reading my mind. <laughs> I will tell you, one of my favorite films to this day is legend yes that's what i see that's what i had in my mind something like oh that my gosh uh mia sarah her character lily that i would love to do like i love her character and you know the love between her and and, and tom cruise's character and and you know the 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 
unicorns and in the the fairies and it's just in the darkness and trying yes. to get out of the darkness into the light and it's just it's such a beautiful love story it's just oh my gosh and, and tim curry right i mean you, it doesn't get any better than that it, it really doesn't so uh joe marcel let's get on that fairy tale sarah <laughs> let's make this shit happen <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but but if Joe if Joe is to write it, okay, so with Marcel directing it, it would definitely be beautiful. Right. With Joe writing it, it would definitely be something it'd be a fucked up fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> with lots of beautiful layers. There you go. <laughs> Joe, just don't bake any cakes because I have a feeling with that kind of uh, recipe. <laughs> Fucked up with lots of beautiful layers, Joe. <laughs> You're really good at it. <laughs> I got some fun questions for you. These are just fun one offs, but I always I like these goofy kind of questions. They're just fun, quick ones. Oh, you ready? Your favorite vampire in a movie or vampire of all time? God, there's so many good ones. I know it's hard. I, oh God, I mean, <laughs> I love uh, Dracula. Yeah. With with uh, um. Uh, Gary Oldman. Yes. Yes. Good choice. Like that is that he just he just nails everything about being a vampire. I love him. Um, and of course I love Lost Boys. Good. I had that written down. Good choice. Of course. Um, I love, uh, uh, I'm brain farting. Bella Lugosi. Oh yeah. There you go. That's like, that's the quintessential vampire right there. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, there's just so many good ones. I know there really are. Okay. That's fair. Cause that, that, I know that's a hard question, especially on the fly. It's like, all right, there are, there's 10,000 vampires, Brian, which one am I supposed to pick from? I know, it's so hard. And after this, I'm going to be like, shit, I should have said this other one. <laughs> Here's a really easy one. Ready? Your favorite? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go, go. I have to say one more. Yeah. Salem's Lot. Oh, shit. Great oh, answer. Oh, the, the I mean, come on. It's like. He is freaking scary as hell. Yeah, he is. That movie still gets me. You know, that, that, that film today holds up. It, oh, 100% it does. One hundred percent, it does. Dude, Barlow, I would not want to run into him in a freaking, uh, you know, <laughs> me in neither. At night, no way. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> but Jerry Dandridge. Yeah, there you go. Jerry Dandridge. Uh, what's that one called? Oh my gosh! Now you're now you got me stumped. Oh no! Oh Wait, god! It's knows what I'm talking about. yeah. We all know too. Jerry Dandridge. Gonna... I would love to run into him in a dark alley. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, Jerry? Now, your secret's safe. <laughs> Anybody listening, you can't say a damn thing, all right? <laughs> Sarah, your favorite WWE star, because I know you and I enjoy the wrestling. <laughs> it's okay, another so hard one. When I was watching wrestling, when okay. it was my heyday, yeah. I was watching it 
when it, they had the Attitude Era, which was yeah. the late 90s. So you had Degeneration X, you had China, you had, yeah. um, you know, The Rock. And that's when The Rock was huge. And, and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and um, uh, Triple H. Yeah. I, like, I love all those guys. And, and, and Sean. Um, Gold Dust. <laughs> Gold Dust. And, oh, my God, there's so many good ones. Undertaker. Yeah, oh, there you go. Classic. Um, I love the class. Like, for me, when I was. Yeah big into wrestling my heyday was the late 90s wrestlers um you know because that's when they were just like no fucks given (laughs) yes they they you know messed up the ring they flipped people off they had no problem you know saying screw you guys and i mean it was just really a fun time (laughs) yeah it was i love that so a lot of those were my favorite wrestlers and it's funny too. I was just talking to some about this the other day. Um, when I was in high school, actually, right around that time. Um, yes, it's aging me. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I was doing backyard wrestling with my friends. You would totally be such a <laughs> kick-ass. I don't think so, but you would be phenomenal I as was, a I WWE was, superstar. Yeah, I was the Stephanie McMahon of our little wrestling. <laughs> I love that group in the backyard and my friends we i remember we would go to home depot and we would buy sheetrock and we would drive home with it on top of our car car holding it and we would bring it the backyard set it up on some uh uh what are those sawhorses or something yeah yeah and the guys would jump off their shed oh my god onto the sheetrock right through it i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we we this... went on a mattress and we would do like different moves on the mattress and I have these tapes somewhere. I got You them. better find them. I want to see these. Oh, I will not God. let this go. I want you to find those. Dude. I I need to see this now. You can't build me up like that with sheetrock and all that and then I can't see it. So you need I to find it. I'm going through the sheetrock I know. these guys were and, and I was just like, "Oh my God, this is awesome." And, you know, we would all get hurt and <laughs> I wasn't, but that's but that's the kind of stuff I was doing in high school. I was, you know, making short films with my friends, horror films. You know, we were backyard wrestling and we were doing all that crap. And I didn't really, I didn't smoke or do drugs or drink none of that. It's phenomenal. And, and I love were, that. You know, we're we're playing with the arts and you know having fun and it, it was just really a wonderful time. And yeah, it's it's good to remember all that. You just summed up why we're such good friends because I'm like that. That's that's amazing. I love that. I love that whole answer. I'm so happy I asked that question. Great question. Well, thank you. What movie, in your opinion, should they remake and shouldn't they? Oh my like, god. <laughs> that's I don't a know. tough one. Tough. I know they Things are. are really tough because it's like why? Right. I know. I, I hate that. I mean, this has been going on for a long time. I mean, you know, The Thing, for example, that right. was a remake. Yeah. But I mean, they made that into just something freaking phenomenal. John right. Carpenter just, you know, made it just amazing and such a classic film. Um, Same with Evil Dead. I think they've done well, they've handled I, that I franchise so that. well. Yeah. Well, with the new one coming out, we we just rewatched. 
2016 one. Mm-hmm. And the, the remake. Wasn't that so well done? Okay. Everyone listening to this, you have to rewatch the Evil Dead remake. You Damn have right. To because it is so freaking good. And this next one that's coming out, actually it's coming out Thursday, I think. Um, that one is a sequel to the remake. And, and I'm, I can't, and I yeah. heard lots of great things about it. I know. It actually creeps me out in a good way. I'm like, this would scare, like this, I would not want to be chased by this thing. Like they genuinely like unnerve you with these, you know, this darker tone of the Evil Dead series. Yeah, the thing I loved about the remake was, you know, you have Bruce Campbell. You can't, you can't remake him. No, you cannot. You have to do a re envisioning. You have to do something different because what he did was just, you can't redo that. Agreed. And so it, it it was just so also refreshing that they went the really horror route with this one. I so agree. I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do with the next one. And I still love the originals, of course. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's it, it has a little bit for everybody because you have yeah. comedy in the originals. You oh can God, laugh. And then the remake, you can just get creeped out. And it's like, yeah. whoa, holy shit. I don't want to really be in that crazy. cabin. Yeah, it's a really great franchise to watch in a row. Oh, it so is. You're so There's not right. There's a lot of franchises you can watch in a row, but that one definitely is. Here's a here's a tough one. Your favorite adult beverage. Oh my god. <laughs> hmm. Well, damn. <laughs> I really like a nice glass of Chardonnay. There you go. That's a good, that's like, a classy I, answer. Yeah, I'm, drink, I'm actually drinking a, a Pinot Grigio right now. But, you know, the Chardonnay, I tried this one recently. It's, I can't remember the brand, but it, but it was like a buttery Chardonnay. And I was like, what is this monstrosity? It's freaking <laughs> ridiculously delicious. <laughs> I need this in my life right now. <laughs> so for those of you at the premiere on Saturday... Buttery Chardonnay. Yeah. That's what you should give Sarah as a tribute to all her wonderful contributions to this industry. So I'm just saying. So here we go. Here's here's the final fun question. If you okay. could shoot in any location in the world, where would you like to shoot? Don't worry about oh budget. That's budget's no issue. Oh man. That is <laughs> oh, wonderful question. I'm okay. There's a few, but I would love to shoot. I don't know if this place is still, if it's just completely in ruins or if it's still functioning, but the original Dracula's castle. Oh, good answer. In and Romania. I, in Romania right it now. is. It, and it is still there. I have a friend from Romania that's very much still there. Okay, answer me this. Yeah. Is so from what I heard is they have a castle that people can go in and tour. Yeah. That's not the real castle. The real one's behind it somewhere. That is true. That's a fact. Ah, but I knew it. but but there is an actual Dracula's castle. It does exist and I will talk to my friend oh my and get some more dirt for you as to the Please. true Dracula's castle. Well, because I heard it's um, Romania is a really great place to shoot 
because yeah. it's cheap and there's like a lot of beautiful locations there. So that's definitely on my list. And uh, Marcel Walls being from Germany, um, there you go. he's from this beautiful little town. I, I think the name of it's like Pepper Naken, or I don't remember. It's this long word, but <laughs> he has this castle there that you know we're thinking about. You don't know, don't think about it. You got to do yeah. this. That that's yeah. that's a yes. Trust me, right? We're working up to it. But he has a lot of connections in Germany, and there's a lot of beautiful castles in Germany. Oh, make that happen. So you may see us in the future shooting in a castle in Germany. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm saying that's (laughs) happening. I'm letting you know that's already like the fates, the gods are already spinning that wheel. You will be. If I could live in a castle for a month shooting a film, I mean, that's like everything right there. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. I can die now. You know, this, my life is complete. (laughs) (laughs) The wonderful, the beautiful Sarah French, where can people find you, Neon Noir, any tickets to the movie? Let's plug the shit out of anything we need to plug because you're worth it. So what's going on? So you can find me on Facebook. Um, I believe it's just, you just type in Sarah French and also Instagram. It's Sarah French online. And uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter. It's Scarlet underscore Salem. And uh, the company Neon War, you can find all of us online as well. Joe Netter, Marcel Walls. We we're very interactive with our fans. We love chatting and, you know, we're always constantly posting about our projects and things like that. So definitely find us online there. Uh, Space Wars, uh, Joe and I are plugging that like crazy. I just posted a a whole list of theaters that you can find us in um, with the upcoming Space Wars starting April 21st. And the first showing is going to be at the Lemire Cinema in uh, uh, Beverly Hills at 8 o'clock and we're doing a special Q&A after that and then Saturday we're going to be at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana um, at 3 o'clock with a Q&A with all of us as well for that and we have a handful of other theaters so you can just find us online and we're posting about it constantly um, and also with Space Wars we come out on VOD May 2nd and we also come out on DVD May 9th and we also have a DVD signing um, on the 20th at Dark Delicacies in Burbank. That is freaking awesome. And I will be <laughs> purchasing all of that because I want to see this movie so bad. Uh, I can't wait either. I absolutely love you with all my heart. And I can't believe the time went this fast. So I'm going to have to have you back on, please. Yes. <laughs> of course, I'm going to ask... Um, when we got that's a wrap coming out, and you know all the other awesome things coming up, I'm gonna hold you to that, and oh, yeah. I, I am I'm gonna ask you to hold so I can personally thank you for doing this as always. But awesome, in, thank you guys, and go see Space Wars. And yes, up because it is a wild and fun ride. It's Space Wars Quest for Deep Star. Don't miss it. For Footsteps in the Attic, this is Brian Hobson. For the beautiful Sarah French, we'll see you next week. You are amazing. (laughs)